You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Flipped Ooh. over just like that. All right, be careful. Uh, I guess it's supposed to possibly rain or get a little bit more wet throughout the day. So... Eagles, Chiefs, Super Bowl. Where are we at with the early line on this thing? So, all right. So at uh, 9.03 last night, it was put out as a pick em. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surprising we- to me. Why would the Chiefs not be favored? Am I missing something? Am I, am I crazy? Injuries. Injuries is a part of it, yeah. Um, two weeks. Two weeks to heal. The only thing I can think is injuries and just in general, a, a lack of confidence in their defense to stop. The way Philly plays offense. The, the college offense. College offense, very nice. Uh, okay, so it started off as a pick em at 9.03. And the Chiefs at 9.04 went to minus one. One minute later, it went to minus one. Okay? Uh, the same minute, it went back to a pick em. One minute later, it went to Chiefs minus one. So we're still at 9.05 now. 9.06, back to a pick em. Literally the same minute. Back to Chiefs minus one. One minute later, back to a pick'em. Same minute, the Eagles were made a one-point favorite. So from 9.03 to 9.07, you had one, two, three, four, five, six line moves in four minutes. What's that telling us? That just there's there's some there's some big people out there, not necessarily a lot of money, but the people who are making the bets. That's kind of how it works, right? They don't really if uh, let's just say I'm the I'm like the most feared sports wage better in Vegas, all right. And if I walk into a casino, and let's say I don't place a huge bill, let's say I place because these guys place thousands and thousands and thousands. Let's just say I place a thousand dollar bet. Mm-hmm. They will move the line because I placed that wager because you're so good at calling the games. Because, yeah, because like that that so they'll it not necessarily the amount of money, but it's more like who's placing the bet. So what does it say when it settles into where it does, like like where it's at right now? Does that mean just yeah. consistently there's more money going to Philly? It would it would be money. Yeah, they want they want it kind of on both sides, money and tickets. So you have some more tickets on one side. Um, but I don't think we've had you know the public hasn't placed the place any bets yet. Really, this is, these are like the sharps. Uh, by nine twenty, it had gone from Eagles minus one to Eagles minus two. The over under has gone from fifty one. All the way down to 49 and a half. All right, so that's the movement hmm. with the game early on. Bobby, uh, before we get to Callum Moore, you said if you actually had some money, you'd be betting all of it on the Chiefs. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Making the Chiefs an underdog, I think, is ridiculous. Andy Reid against the Eagles. Patrick Mahomes, give it to me all day long. I, I would take that all day. All right, as this game was kicking off, we got the breaking news that Callum Moore is leaving. Mutual decision, of course. Callum Moore is no longer going to be coaching the offense of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Yeah, and I think it is. I, I don't think this is just the. Uh, I don't want to get into this right now. I, I, Guys, I, I don't. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna play these games. I, I don't think it's just the uh, CYA explanation. Ooh. I think it genuinely is a mutual decision. I think Kellen was ready to go, and it. He it should was, be. It was. Oh yeah. I mean, like if you the way he gets treated around here. If you look at his resume and the fact that you know he hasn't. He, he's taken a lot of the criticism for when things go wrong. I, it would be very easy, I would imagine, his position to say, why am I putting up with this? Like, like why would I, I take this? Why am I putting up with Mike McCarthy refusing to talk about my job like, like and what I've done and just refusing to say, I want you back? All right, well, I don't want to be back then. Right. And so I, I think it absolutely was mutual. It also was probably time. For, it was time for something to change. And and Doug Nussmeyer is apparently part of this uh, as well. Cowboys announced last night that he was also not going to be retained. And Ooh. so Doug Nussmeyer, Kellen Moore, both out. And Nussmeyer was the quarterback's coach. coach. Yep. Um, and he, he had been in that spot since uh, John Kitna left. But I, I don't think you could just say, hey, for, let's let's run it back for a fourth time this collection of McCarthy, Dak, Kellen, Nussmeyer. You you can't reasonably say you want to fix the turnovers and you want to fix this bizarre late season stagnation that they always run into with the offense and then still at the same time say, but we're bringing everybody back. Something had to change in the equation and it's it's a diagnosis of elimination. They're having to figure out who's the problem. And, I, and I'm fine with it just because I don't want to feel trapped this entire offseason, like I said, I felt after losing to San Francisco, like something has to be altered. How, how are you going to be any better? Because I knew they were going to lose to the 49ers. You're not getting rid of the quarterback, so let's see what can be done at coaching. But if I'm Kellen Moore, I'm sitting here with my resume saying, winning four straight, like everyone has totally forgotten about Cooper Rush. Totally, oh, yeah. totally forgot. That was three years ago in all of our minds. This guy... Won four straight games with Cooper Rush when we thought the season was over. Lost his Hall of Fame left tackle. Started a rookie at left tackle and left guard. Had a new right tackle that we were all freaking out about. Those who didn't believe in Terrence Steele over LC. A new number one receiver, which he's going to get zero credit for. And no number two. And a running back that needs to be up out of here. Mm-hmm. or at the very most, a fullback who gets goal line touches. All these things are on my resume if I'm Kellen Moore, and that is why there's a lot of reports that the Buccaneers, the Chargers are interested as an offensive coordinator. Obviously, Carolina interviewed him, but all these things, fans don't give a rip, not one rip about any of the things that happened no, this season. Care. It's disgusting. It is disgustingly. <laughs> uh, yeah, he'll find a job. He'll find a job, and it may not be in it may not be in the Rob in the uh, Rob Ryan. I'll have a job in five minutes uh, time frame, but he'll he'll find a job, and he should. He's he's a he's he's a fine OC. There's nothing wrong with Kellen Moore. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure the fourth OC in Dax eight years is finally going to be the one that works. I'm sure it's going to happen like that. Uh, so you know, maybe maybe it is. I don't know. I, I don't know, but uh, he'll find a job. And and look, if he goes to the Chargers. I mean, dude, if I'm an OC and I have uh, a, my pick of where I want to go, I'll go to Los Angeles. I'll go play. I'll go. I'll go coach them. I want to coach. For, I want to coach under a coach who's going to go for it on fourth down all the time, uh, which is what Brandon Staley's going to do. And then you're going to have yourself a good quarterback. And now the second piece of the story, Mike McCarthy 
is taking over the play calling. So, Bobby Belt, I'm going to take you back to Saturday or Friday, and I'm going to tell you that Kellen Moore's out, which you wanted. You and Brian brought us pushing for heavily in the media around here. I, I put you two at the front of the line. For well, those, you sound like McCarthy. Pushing for it in the media. For those for responsible, you disgustingly <laughs> narratives that are disgustingly. It's disgustingly. So I'm telling you that Kellen's out, but mm-hmm. McCarthy is now the play caller. Mm-hmm. Are you still having Kellen out? Because we know how you feel and love Mike McCarthy. Probably. Okay. And I don't, I'm, I don't even necessarily know that McCarthy's going to be. But again, it's something has you got to change something. Something has to change up. You've got to, and, and I'll be. You don't know if David see, Moore's report on it is true that McCarthy is going to be taken over. No, what do you mean? You you were like, I don't even know if. No, I'm I, saying I don't even know if he'll be better than Kellen Moore. Like I I don't have confidence that he's. In fact, if you ask me, I'd say I think Kellen Moore's probably a better play caller and a better play designer than Mike McCarthy. But you know, if, if you've got to try something else, you got to see if something else will work, and you can't financially change the quarterback situation even if you wanted to and so you've got to change other parts of the equation and see okay well does this is this the problem is this what's going on and so I'm in favor of it from that point but I don't know that I have confidence that it's going to be any better why would McCarthy do this why would he take over the play calling yeah maybe he was told to that's what I think. Which is very odd because dude, Jerry has gone back and forth with the wind on whether he wants a walk around yep. or a coach to call the plays. Right. I mean, he has gone back and forth on this, but I, I think this was just a directive. It's like, all right, look, we're going to, we're saving some money here. Uh, or, you know, I want you to call the plays. Let's just go and let's just do this. Let's try it out. Okay. I mean, you're actively depleting your head coach's ability to be a head coach. Well, that's fine. You, he can call the plays all he wants. You know, he'll have some, he'll have an OC to, you know, devise the game plan and such with him, uh, whoever that may be. And maybe, maybe as we get closer to the year, they do decide on a, on somebody else or, or a, or a co-play caller, if you will. Like somebody can call the plays while I'm, you know, while I'm trying to figure out game management stuff. Because Broadus has always suggested, and I'm sure he said it on your Love of the Star podcast, wherever your, whatever they say about podcasts are available. <laughs> uh, he always suggests that Mike, doesn't want to call the plays. That this is not him saying, I love doing it. I have to be the play caller. Give me the laminated sheet. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, he did say when he when he got the play calling back when he took the play calling back in 2016 in Green Bay, he gave an interview to Tom Pelizer where he said, I'm never giving up play calling again. Um, but I, I think there is uh there's a little bit of plausible deniability. To, to being able to say, I'm not calling the plays. And I, I think that that's where this comes down. I mean, ultimately, you can say that the tension as a play caller with him and Aaron Rodgers is part of what got him fired at his last job. And so if he saw that and was like, man, do I, do I want to get involved in that, even if I think I can do it? And, I mean, it's interesting. When he gave up play calling in Green Bay, he said one of the reasons why is because it's just – you know, there's there's too much to do Monday through Saturday, and it's a, you know I, I feel I can call plays on Sunday, but in terms of all the work that needs to go in during the practice week, man, I, I got other things that I got to focus on and, and pay attention to, and it's like, okay, has that changed? And are you telling me if you told me that back then, are you also telling me that okay, well now you're you're gonna struggle or you're gonna suffer Monday through Saturday with the rest of the game plan because you're too busy focused on this? 
I, I have no doubt it's a real thing. I mean, if you're devising the game plan and you're calling plays and you're, you're you know leading the organization, I can't imagine how much more that that takes away from everything else that you have to do. But the thought out there that, oh, McCarthy is doing this and he's going to go out his way, I mean, how much do you buy into that? That he's going to go down manning the offensive controls if we're sitting here talking about his job status again. I mean, as other totals have said, now we know why Dan Quinn is definitely coming back because now McCarthy has two heads (laughs) on the chopping block. Not one, two. Is he... uh, is he three really game? Sorry, choppy game management offense and your record slash yeah. advancing in the playoffs. Sure. You got oh, three yeah. heads on the chopping block, right. three headsets. Is he doing this? Um, you know, is, is he is he taking over the play calling? Is he doing this to, you know, hey, look, I could I could do more. Yeah, uh, I, I, I could no show, pun intended. Yeah, I, I could show that I could I'm I could do more than just be the head coach. Uh, is somebody going to be the game management? Guy in game, right? Is he gonna have somebody else? You better. Well, I think you better anyway. Even if he's not the play caller, you need to have somebody else in game. But if he's not doing anything else, if he's not calling, he's not installing the offense during the week. I don't think it's ridiculous to say you need to be in charge of those calls. Who else could right. be on the staff offensively? Who is could? This who Brian could, Schottenheimer. Who could serve as coordinator? Yeah, Schottenheimer probably is the only one I can think of. Ben McAdoo, if he comes, if he you know comes back. Um, he liked McAdoo. Um, Nussmeyer could have before they moved on from him because now you got quarterback. I, I don't know. They they very well may just call Mike McCarthy offensive coordinator and head coach. I I don't know, but I think they're. I don't. I think it's as likely that Mike McCarthy said, "Hey, I'm calling plays. This is my decision. That's what we're doing." As it was that Mike McCarthy made the decision, and said, "Rob Davis, you're out of here. You're fired." I think this is. They. I think he was told, "This is what we want you to do." Yeah. That's what I think happened. I hope it's out of, like, love. You know, like, your Sean Paytons of the world, your Shanahans, they they want to call plays. That's their baby. They love it. Right. And I hope that McCarthy still has, like, that love and passion he for does. I mean, he's, if you look at past quotes, he does love it, and it's very. it was very difficult for him to give it away. It was so difficult for him to give it away that he went 12 games into the next season before he said, I'm taking it back. And he took it back, actually, oddly enough. It was against Dallas in 2015 when they came to town. Um but it's it's also something that I think. But you know, one one issue is is, yeah, he may love it. Uh huh. And you're right. Like this may be the way of him going down with that ship. But you mentioned Sean Payton and Kyle Shanahan. I just googled Kyle Shanahan game management. First one up there. Kyle Shanahan is a wizard, but his game management struggles consistently and puts the 49ers in a bind. Yeah. Yeah, like didn't, he didn't challenge Devonte. That was a huge mistake yesterday, right off the jump. That wasn't a clock issue, but right. So this because he's probably getting ready. And Sean Payton's been called out many times, yeah. and Andy Reid. Yes, of there, course. And he and he calls. I know we have the enemy, yeah. but and, and this is a problem that they're going to run into. Game management, also those stuff we don't see a lot of times. Like I remember that uh, there was a viral clip a few years back of Kyle Shanahan walking up to the like the line judge and said, "This corner cannot stop holding him." He's like. We're gonna run a. He's like, we're gonna run a speed out here. Watch him. He won't let him go. And he runs it. He told him what the route was coming. They snapped the ball, and the official threw it because he held him. And so, like Kyle Shanahan does. I think some of those little aspects that we and McCarthy may be involved in some of that. We don't see those sorts of things. It's a little bit like 
offensive line or officiating where it's like you don't even notice when it's good and like you don't even notice them until they do it bad. Back to conference championship Sunday. Filthy versus Kansas City. The Kelsey or Andy Reid Bowl. Kelsey going viral after the win last night. And why did the Empire State Building go green in New York after the NFC Championship? All NFL all the time right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 